Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Antonio, so glad you're here. What's going on, man? It's good to see you. Not much. So good old technology issues out of the way. We can uh, we can start the the dinner, right? Let's do it. We can Let's get started do it. on dinner. It's just three of us today, so it's gonna you know small, cozy dinner, I guess. You know, a get together. A little get together. Right. Yeah. There we go. So this will be episode number five. We're just it's number rolling. five. Congrats, Tim. No, just rolling around rolling along i mean i i just look at it as like like before like used to be for the nintendo dads those hangouts that we used to do so um but i've thought that how awesome would it be to have to be able to listen to it if you can't join right so you can listen to it as a podcast exactly so but as always i extend the invite to everybody and uh antonio and nick thanks again for taking the invite and come joining me for dinner as you guys have been on before, everybody's probably familiar with you, Nick. You're part of the Dad Crossing Trio, of course, and you guys have just released episode number two. Number right? two. Very excited about that. Also very excited about this. Oh, this right man. And for those who are listening, he's showing... Yeah, sorry, sorry. I'm theater of the mind. Theater of the mind. Tim's giving me, Tim's giving me uh, uh, podcasting 101 here. I appreciate it. <laughs> I am showing an Animal Crossing Switch for those of you who are listening and can't see it. And I am absolutely in love with it. That's awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. And the videos will be up soon or is up? Yeah, yeah. We should be up soon. It should cool. be an unboxing video of it. Excellent. I, I'm going to be watching that and uh, living vicariously through Nick. And Antonio, of course, he's uh, our our awesome Nintendo Dads community creator who does a lot of our uh, video reviews for our games. I don't know if you've done any lately there, Antonio? Yeah, we had one that came out uh, yesterday. Uh, cool. And I'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later when we kind of talk about what we've been playing. All right, cool. Sounds good. And you're also our Patreon producer for the Nintendo Dads. That's awesome. And... That's uh, that's one of those areas I I used to be <laughs> until I became a Nintendo dad myself. So, um, but appetizer. Let's start with appetizers. Now, one of the things that um, I wanted to ask you guys was who's in on Animal Crossing this end of the week coming up next week, a week from today that we're recording this. Who's in on Animal Crossing? Nick, I already know you are. Yeah, I've decided to, say, to skip it. I've decided it's not worth it. I'm just gonna skip it. Tony, are you getting it? Oh yeah, I'm in. I'm in. And like I was, I was saying last time, this is my this is my first foray into the series, uh, but I'm really excited. I think it's um, all the the conditions are sort of falling in line. I think it's perfect. I'm, and obviously, we're all gonna have a lot of time on our hands coming up. We're gonna talk a little bit about that. Yes. Um, you know, a little bit later, but yes. And actually, I was going to bring that up as a question too. Uh, 
uh, as an appetizer is with COVID or COVID-19 running rapid through the United States here <laughs> um, and getting worse and worse. And of course, a lot of things, lots of things locking down. Uh, it's going into the main dish as well, where I'll be serving up the main dish. But I wanted to ask you guys, uh, any close to home experience yet with COVID-19? Not, not yet. Thankfully, uh, it's it's mostly been you know at an arm's length. But um, unfortunately, I'm sure at a, at a certain point, you know, we'll all have some some touch, you know, some type of touch point, you know. Yeah, Nick, how about you? Um, I don't know anybody who has it. I mean, but it's certainly now. I mean, uh, we both live in Michigan, so yeah. uh, we both have kids, so I'm sure it's affecting you in some way too. <laughs> yes. um, our state was one of the states that, uh, you know, we've closed down schools as of Monday uh, for until, what, the 6th or something like that of April. Um, so, I mean, in that, in that sense, it's, it's touched me, um, but uh, that's kind of, I don't know, it seems so surfacy compared to the people who have really been touched, right? Their lives have been changed, uh, altered maybe forever if, you know, they've lost a loved one. So, yes. but so just in the way of having things shut down and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. And uh, Antonio and I were talking a little, bit, a little bit about that. And Antonio, you were a little frustrated that your school hasn't jumped, your school system hasn't jumped on that. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a little yeah. disappointed. Yeah, we got we got word a little bit ago that uh, that they're going to continue having school through just part of the week next week. I'm not sure what the, what that's all about, but essentially they're going to start spring break a little bit early uh, midweek uh, next week. I, I would really prefer if they just go ahead and close it down now. I mean, kind of follow suit with a lot of the other states that are showing some leadership here. Yeah. And you Antonio? Know, Never know. Do you mind if I change. ask what state you live in? Sorry. Tim. Oh yeah, we're we're here in North Carolina. Okay. Sorry, Tim. I didn't mean. To yeah, sure. Okay. Charlotte, North Carolina. So, and actually, with that, what my topic of today was a, a kind of last minute because hot topic, if you will. Uh, what are you guys planning on doing with all this time with your now that your kids will probably be home and uh, or you got to spend a little bit more time locked down if you're not forced already. You know, you're really not. They're not really allowing people to get together in large groups, so probably not a good idea to do, like, some of the things that my family likes to do is go either to the roller skating rink, can't do that, or go to the arcade, because, you know, I mean, there's a lot of hands going on in the controllers, and I'm sure they <laughs> they clean their devices there, but, you know, there's a lot of, anywhere where a lot of people get together, there's really, people are, you know, discouraged from going to that type of thing. So, what what are you guys going to do with that time with, uh, you know, trying to keep your kids entertained or yourselves entertained or your families entertained? What are you guys going to do? So, so for me, um, my whole family's home. Uh, my wife is a school counselor in, uh, Indiana, right? I mean, we just live like five minutes from the border here. Okay. And, uh, so like she, they, Indiana is doing the same thing that North Carolina is doing. Antonio, they are actually going until Wednesday, and then they're going to be off until April twenty seventh. So, um, wow. so she's going to be off, and my kids are going to be off, and I kind of have a uh, like I can I can float between the office and home, so I'll just stay more home than office. Um, and actually, I really plan to use Zoom to do a lot of what what we do. Um, what I do at work. So, 
yeah, I think I'll be doing a lot of uh, video games. Uh, I wish Animal Crossing was out a week early. Uh, mm-hmm. I really do. But there, um, there is a uh, a lot of a lot of games we'll be playing. Just kind of trying to keep the kids out of it. I think that's one of the big things right now. You know, to they're asking. Um, I have a we have a three and a six year old. So, you know, just trying to help them understand what's going on, but not like make them have to make it be part of their world like you know that's not their right. stuff um so yeah video games board games and if we can get out back maybe if the weather allows and just kind of be a family out back and not be in the crowd and just hang out in the backyard that'd be nice too yeah nice fresh air always helps Definitely. yeah i mean you can't get cooped up that's the thing you know you kind of got to battle against the cabin fever a bit i um Personally, I work from home, so this is going to be. I mean, my my personal schedule isn't going to change very much, but the fact that everybody's going to be uh, at home is certainly going to kind of change that up a little bit. To have to accommodate having more people around and kind of work in and out of the the time that I'll have available. Um, but I think we're <clears throat> we're essentially going to try to keep things uh, for the kids, uh, uh, similar to, to you, Nick. I have a six year old and a three year old, so. Um, you know, my son's in, in kindergarten. My my daughter's uh, you know preschool is, is pretty much uh, shut shut things down. Um, so I think what we're gonna what we're gonna do is try to keep things similar to what they would have at school. Do some educational things. Um, you know, maybe do uh, some some board games, play some video games, um, and and just try to enjoy the the time that we do have. Kind of turn it into a positive whenever we can. Very cool, and. Um... For me, it's about the same where my kids are, well, my kids are a little bit older. Um, my oldest has already moved out and working, so I don't have to worry about him. But uh, uh, my daughter, she's 14, will be 15 this year. She's getting into a lot of the bigger games. Um, so she's going to be spending a lot of time in, in her latest obsession, which is Grand Theft Auto Online. <laughs> so she's been playing that. Which I thought was interesting. It's like she wanted to play it, which we had a discussion about it. And, you know, I had to figure out where I, I trust her. You know, she's very mature for her age and usually girls are, right? So, you know, if I was, you know, if it was me 14, I probably would have been giggling at all this. A little, little stuff different, that right? On, yeah, that were going on in the game. But, yeah, it's a little bit different for her. So, um, but, you know, after having a discussion, I let her get it and she's not even playing the main campaign. She's just online. She's doing the GTA online and uh, participating. She's trying to convince me now to get the game so I can play with her online. And I'm just like, I, I've done the GTA thing, you know, up through, you know, all the different variations of three and, and I didn't, pl- I didn't get four and I haven't played five either, but, um, I don't know. I'm sure she's probably going to talk me into it. She's a very persuasive girl. So <laughs> that was that's one thing I never never really got into was GTA or even any of the FPS. It's never really been been my style. Yeah, um, it's like hardcore platforming has always been kind of like my my niche. And now as as I've gotten older, I've I've kind of um, taken on some different genres. I've tried. I've really tried actually over the last year or so to to take on more RPGs. To, yeah. with some success and some some not so much like I, I, I tried to play Xenoblade uh, Chronicles and I, I just didn't I didn't enjoy that at all didn't really dig the yeah. mechanics um, but uh, yeah never, never really got into GTA uh, all that much 
Well, I've, I got into the original ones, you know, the top down, kind of like your, what we all now know as Hotline Miami or whatever, right? Those type of games. Um, but GTA, I got into those original ones and I had a blast with those. And then I played three, um, which was fun. Or Vice City, I think, was another one that I played. Oh, everybody um, was playing that one. Okay, right. Um, but that kind of dropped off after a while until they came out with Chinatown Wars for the DS. And I actually really, I played that one and beat that one and really enjoyed that version because it was kind of like a combination of the of the newer GTAs, but that top down as well. And, uh, but I just had a lot of fun. That was, that's one of my favorite games on the DS. In fact, is Chinatown Wars games. Um, but um, with her, it's, it. I think she's probably going to spend a lot more time with that. And then uh, my son, he's uh, 12 and he's, he just actually yesterday asked for a book. Now in this, in this household for him to ask for a book, you know, we throw a party. So (laughs) it was like, wow, he just asked for a book. My wife immediately went out and found it at target and picked it up and brought it back home. Yeah. Like immediately he wanted this book. So, uh, He's he was very ecstatic about getting that book, and because uh, he's not a reader whatsoever, not like our daughter is. But uh, it, he read that book, he read it, and then he was talking about like I'm gonna read it again. And we we're like, you do that. <laughs> That's awesome. So it was really funny. But he's probably gonna be reading that, you know, until he gets sick of it, and unless they come up with a newer version of that book. Um, and then, uh, and but he's all he's a huge video gamer. So he's on the switch a lot. He's, I wish I could, if he didn't have the light, I would have him dock his switch and just play, record him playing all these different games that he buys with his allowance. Like he'll, he'll buy all those eShop cheap games that you, that we all stay away from. Yeah. (laughs) He'll buy those. So he'll he'll try those out. And I wish I could record him playing those and trying them out for us. (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's what he's been doing. But as a family, we've been uh, we'll probably be watching some movies, catching up on some movie time together, and you know, on the TV. And then uh, um, I'm sh- Animal Crossing probably <laughs> when that comes out. We'll I know they were talking it. about it yesterday, but man, wouldn't it have been nice if that would have dropped today? Oh know? yeah, I would mean, have been the, nice. I mean, it's like per- just absolute perfect timing. You were you were mentioned uh, the the DS, and that was something. Uh, just got my son for uh, his birthday recently. Got him the the brick 2DS. Uh, okay. It's his very very first Nintendo system and nice. um, and Detective Pikachu. So like he's he was super stoked about that. And it's I like bet. really easy, kind of like introductory experience. And we're like able to read through it together. He's getting he's really been working on his reading. So it's like you know read the dialogue, kind of work through some of the. No, there, it's not the most complicated of games, right? I mean, it's, it really actually hit the mark with him as far as kind of that age range. Uh, so that that's something I think that we'll we'll definitely have the opportunity to dig into a little bit deeper over the next uh, couple of weeks, which would be pretty cool. It's that actually the cool. it, they had the uh, uh, Mario Maker um, uh, 2DS that that we got to, and it's pretty sweet. It's got the yeah. Mario Maker across the back, and like you could still find. I mean, we we found this uh, 2DS at um, at Target for. I mean, it was. It was pretty cheap too, so was, right. I mean, it's nice, nice, and we'll have that, you know, moving forward. I'm sure, like, because I still had the Super Nintendo 3DS, uh, which was, uh, which nice. I, which I really, I really uh, dug that. But yeah, yeah. Those, those things will be, 
you know, kind of collector's items before you know it. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I, sure. I love my DS, actually, it's like, or my 3DS. I use it as my, you know, that whole library. Uh, plus, you know, you get you still have access to the virtual console on it, especially if you got the new 3DS. Um, you can get the Super Nintendo games on there, which is really cool. So I, I call it my, my, you know, 3DS classic, I guess, <laughs> because you can play all the DS games on there and download some of your favorite games. So that's cool. Yeah, that that uh, wedge is a nice system for for the young ones to use. Oh, for you can throw it against the wall, man. It's not. Oh, gonna, yeah. it's not going anywhere. Right? It is awesome. That was my son's first one too. Is the wedge when that first came out? It was because he would steal mine. In fact, I have a picture somewhere where he would steal my three DS and play. He would break that out plus the Wii U and have it right next to each other doing stuff. And it's just like I have a picture of him using both. It's like man, he's multitasking there. <laughs> That's crazy. Uh, but yeah, it's just this. The reason why I wanted to ask this question is because of I'm afraid my kids are going to go stir crazy because I still have to go to work. My wife still has to go to work. Um, you know, there's going to be times I probably can work from home as well. But it, like you said, Antonio, is you got with you working at home all the time, you have to figure out the balance of finding that quiet time to be able to work. Right. So especially if everybody else is home. Uh, and that's for me is, you know, where my kids would be home. They're pretty quiet, but there's always those moments, you know, brother and sister clash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we got like, a wild bunch. So I, and I don't, it always I don't happens. know what we're going to do. It always seems to happen when I'm in a meeting, you know? <laughs> yeah. Working, working from home when the kids are there is, it's been a challenge. I mean, this year is the first year where I've really kind of gotten into that because Noah gets off at three. And so I'll pick him up at three, saves us some money on like aftercare costs and stuff like that and uh, bring him home. And then I'll have like a meeting or something like that. So like for the first couple, for the first month, probably it was really like he, it took a long time for him to figure out, all right, just cause, just cause dad's home. That doesn't mean that we can just like, you know, play or whatever. So, yeah. But he's kind of started to figure it out. He knows, you know, when I'm like, no, I'm working. So the boundaries and everything. So he's doing, he's doing pretty good, but it is difficult. And it's difficult from my standpoint too. Cause like I come home and I know I have like X and Y to do, but he's like, let's play switch. And I'm like, ah, <laughs> you know, I'm like a kid myself. I'm like, yeah, yeah that sounds great. Oh, I can't. No, I really can't. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just the, it still boggles my mind though, just what is going on in our world today, you know, with this, uh, with this virus and how this lockdown is affecting everybody and the grocery stores and the whole toilet paper thing and, <laughs> and all that kind of stuff. But the closest thing I could come to think of that happened to this, where it was, um, you know, like unbelievable was the, uh, Nick, I don't know if you were, Oh, if you were a part of it or had it happen to you, but the, the blackout, uh, I think it was 2003, was it? Um, but, or Antonio, I don't know if you got to experience it or if it got no. that far, but there was a blackout that happened from New York to Southeast Detroit, probably. Um, and it just, all the power went out between, uh, between the, the Eastern 
eastern coast in Detroit. I remember hearing about it. I did not experience yeah. it myself, though. Yeah, yeah, that's the closest I've come to something crazy happening. And it just so happened that weekend, my friends and I and my wife, um, we all were planning a weekend up north anyways. So we were heading out at the time that we lost power. And up north was fine with power. They didn't have that issue. Um, but that that right there was the closest it came to it because it was on the way out. People were trying to get gas. So it was like long lines at the gas station. Uh, uh, but some gas stations didn't have power. So people were trying to find gas stations with power. And on our way out, we hit a gas station that was right at the edge of the, you know, of no power. But they had power. And everybody's just lined up waiting for gas. And that's the closest I've come to, you know, that crazy, everybody's panicking. We need to get something. Wasn't toilet paper, it was gas, which I guess makes sense in a way, but. Makes more sense than toilet paper. (laughs) That's all I can really say about that. (laughs) Right. So, um, but have you guys experienced anything close to this at all? Do you think in your lifetime? I have not. I, I don't have any, I mean, when to be fair, so I live in a pretty rural area um, I'm not like, I mean, uh, uh, Zablanc and, uh, and, and Dan, uh, were posting pictures of like it in Austin and Denver of these like ridiculously long, like lines to the grocery store. I'm not like, I'm not seeing that. Like, I mean, mm-hmm. I went to the store today and it was certainly busier than what you would expect. Right. And the toilet paper was gone. that's the only thing that i'm experiencing i walked to the aisle out of pure curiosity because i had just gotten done with the nintendo dads episode and i was like that's not happening here heck yes it is the toilet paper aisle is cleared out (laughs) it's the only aisle i can buy canned foods i can buy meat lunchables milk but not i mean it's the most ridiculous thing but whatever um I bought a roll. I bought a, like a thing in toilet paper like a couple weeks ago. We haven't cracked into it yet. I really just want to like put it online and see what I can get for it. Like I just do. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm not. I'm not good. Right. Um, so no, I have not seen anything. So first off, one, I'm not seeing what other people are seeing. Like I, it's not that crazy. I'm getting the cancellations uh, from where I work. Uh, um, our board, you know, my board meeting got pushed. Uh, schools are canceled i'm seeing all the cancellations uh churches like down to one service and not sure that's even going to happen quite frankly um i'm seeing all that but like a time when anything like this happened maybe just for like a weekend in a in a big snowstorm right like you'll see a quick run on stuff because you know you're gonna get that like three feet of snow kind of thing um so maybe for something like that, but never anything like this. It's the unknown in this, I think, that makes it above and beyond. You know, the weatherman comes on and he says, yeah, you're going to get three feet of snow. Well, we're from Michigan. That's more than we normally get. But we all know what's going to happen, and it's not a big deal, right? You just you stock up because you might be in home for three or four days, and then, you know, we're all back. So I think it's the unknown of what this really is that makes it yeah, I think that's what makes it different is is just the um, the uncertainty, you know, that we all that we all have and that we're all we're all really dealing with, um, and we will be, you know, frankly, you know, for uh, at least the the foreseeable future, uh, kind of dealing with with uh, some of the same uncertainty. But that's why we have video games, right? 
is uh, it, it makes everything better. Um, so uh, I, I think that'll that'll certainly give um, <clears throat> give me the opportunity to have a little bit of escapism. I think that's certainly what Animal Crossing is going to provide. Uh, you know, because and that's what I was talking about in this in this latest review that we did uh, for a game uh, called Invento. Um, that uh, I think Jesse was actually talking about on the show yesterday of having the opportunity to, to play that a little bit. And I mean, it was just one of the, the chillest games I've played in a while. And it, I'm not sure if you guys had the opportunity to play uh, golf peaks. Um, did you, did you guys play any of uh, golf peaks? I didn't play it, but I, I seen the video for it. Yeah. So golf peaks was um, a game that, uh, that Afterburn had put out. Um, I think it, it actually released in 2018 uh, on mobile platforms, and then it was released on the Switch uh, last year. And just a, a really incredible uh, puzzler. In, in that in that case, it was all based around um, uh, these kind of miniature golf uh, uh, in, in an isometric fashion, where you'd have a, a golf ball that you would push around um, depending on different types of moves that you, moves that you can make. Uh, and 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 make your way towards towards the hole. Well, Invento is is really similar. It even shares some some similar music that uh, that Golf Peaks did. And you just you're moving um, all of your your food around in your bento box uh, that you're making essentially. And it's just like really relaxing, really chill, um, beautiful music, art style, and it has like kind of a really nice uh, family. Uh, undertones to it. There's kind of a kind of a heartwarming story. It all takes takes place around this uh, feline uh, family as they're making uh, bento boxes for for one another, and, and kind of you kind of grow with the the family throughout the throughout the game. But I think it's things like that, like Animal Crossing, finding myself uh, um, kind of playing these these games that are like true escapism, very. Um, None, none of the photorealistic games, you know, I'm not, I don't even think I'm going to tap into like doom or anything like that. And in the, in, the, in the near future, we got plenty of that uh, going around. So definitely, definitely uh, uh, searching for, for more of those escapism experiences uh, with the, with the games and the, the newer releases that are coming out over the next couple of weeks. That makes sense. Um, and I was going to ask you guys what, you know, we got ones to look forward to, obviously, with Animal Crossing and uh, with the game you just did a review on there, Antonio. But is there one in the past that you like that's a go-to that you may go to often or you've gone to in the past and maybe not so much anymore? But do you have a favorite that you like to to go to to get uh, that escape that realism? Do you have a favorite? So... Um, if I can tell a story real quick and then answer sure. your question, it's about, um, so the, the crazy thing is that the, what got me into animal crossing, um, like, like what, what really made it sink its teeth into me was when, um, animal crossing came out when I was a freshman in college and I got, I got bunked with a sophomore who, um, uh, had no, like he was on the baseball team. He, he had no reason to hang out with this freshman kid, you know, that wasn't. And so I, it was really, and I don't make friends super easy anyways. And so, um, speaking of that escapism, I mean, I was like, I was just wandering the uh, electronics department of Walmart. Uh, one, like I, when I was freshman in college with nothing to do, not really sure. Like, what if I got myself into all my friends are like, four hours away and so i'm like i gotta do something right and so like i'm like there's this game with animals on it and i'm like i don't know <laughs> i don't got anything else to do 
so I'll buy that. And I had no idea what Animal Crossing was at that point. And so uh, obviously that was population growing, the first the first one that came over to us. And uh, it really was like that whole semester. I mean, life got better, but for that semester, like uh that was my escapism i would go to class and then i would run back to my town so that i could do stuff there like so anyways speaking of escapism that's what got me into animal crossing initially and so it's just kind of funny that this one comes out now and we're all talking about that same exact thing um a game that i would go back to in a heartbeat because i put ridiculous amounts of time into it um stardew valley i've kind of dropped that but um that certainly that's that's about as chill as you can get on the switch right now um kind of has that uh it's not i don't want to say it has an animal crossing feel i it drove me insane when stardew valley came out and people were like it's like animal crossing i'm like no it's like harvest moon what are you people talking about <laughs> um uh but it is pretty cool and then i actually i did i brought rune factory 4 to the dinner table last time also mm-hmm. a very like chill game, so. right uh i think it, to that point there i think we all have these experiences right these like moments in time throughout our life that a specific game gave us the opportunity to kind of jump out of of perhaps a hard time that we were going through you know i i remember um tony hawk pro skater was that for for me at one point um uh, back in the day um recently i mean uh, uh 2018 a, a big game uh, uh was celeste that I mean, for me, I mean, still is. I mean, I I play Celeste on a, on a weekly basis. It's one of my favorite games of all time, if not my favorite game of all time. Uh, and that's a game that uh, that is near and dear to my heart, just for the fact that it's you know it, it it also is like pushing you to to continue to climb that mountain. You know that you can get over things, you can work through things. So um, that that's certainly one of those games that I think is has been a, a bit of escapism for me. But I I don't know why, for whatever reason, Tony Hawk just kind of sticks out in my head as a game from from uh, from back in the day that certainly was one of those those things that I, I think I always wanted to be a skateboarder, you know, but it, like was never like perhaps cool enough or good enough, maybe coordinated, I'm not sure. But um, that kind of gave me the opportunity to fly, man, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and so, and, and I really dug the music. Uh, so, um, that, that was one of those games that, that at the point, uh, that point in time, uh, gave me that opportunity to really escape and do something that I, th- I thought I was really wanting to do. Nice. Yeah. There's a very first one that pops out for me, um, is Sim city, uh, for the super Nintendo. Um, I spent a lot of time on that game. I had, you know, I had your basic Super Nintendo games as a kid. Um, I had, you know, Super Mario World. I had Link to the Past. Uh, those games I played a lot of. I beat those games. Um, rented some games, you know, with you know, my, me and my best friend. We'd rent games and play those all the time. But SimCity was the one that I owned and I bought with my money and played, you know, just a couple, you know, probably felt like hours but i know my parents wouldn't let me play for that long anyway so but uh, that one was a good escapism one because especially um after after doing everything that i felt i got out of it i would use the code the money code that it had there was a cheat code to get up you know like a million dollars or whatever in there and all kinds of money so that i could just build the city the way i wanted to without having to deal with taxes and all that kind of stuff <laughs> So I had a lot of fun with that game. But when you mentioned um, Tony Hawk, 
another game that was a good escapism game for me at the time um, in the um, early 2000s or late, you know, I guess 1999, 2000. I was going through a divorce actually at that time and uh, got kicked out and all that kind of stuff, kind of similar to somebody that happened in our community, you know, type of thing. But I got to live with some friends and uh, they, uh, he was my best friend or he still is my best friend. Um, but he, they let me sleep in like this family room off that was like between their house and the garage <laughs> kind of thing. They let me have that as a room. Yeah. Um, but uh, we, my buddy and I would play, um, um, was it Dave Mira's BMX game? Oh, yeah. And just would die laughing at the game because you, the physics on that for crashing and all that kind of stuff. We would just, just, we had no drinking involved, no nothing. Just sitting there cracking up in tears, laughing at the stupid things you could do with, you know, trying to do tricks. And then, you you know, the, the crash physics or whatever, and you're flopping over like a, you know, ragdoll, just dying laughing at that. And it was that was escapism, you know, because I didn't, I didn't have any care in the world of what I was going through. It was a rough time in my life because I was going through divorce, going through bankruptcy and all that kind of stuff. So it was pretty tough. Um, but yeah, just those moments though, to hang out with him and and play that game and just laugh and laugh and laugh was, was awesome. So that, that is definitely those times where you find those games for escapism. And, um, I think we'll probably get stories like that for this. Absolutely. Yeah, I think, um, you know, Animal Crossing is going to be that for some people, you know, uh, give them give them the opportunity to, I mean, just hang out on the beach, man, you know, oh, yeah. anywhere you want, <laughs> you know, right. you hang out on the beach in, in your bed, you know, on your couch, whatever. Yes. Can you imagine if uh, Animal Crossing goes VR? At it some should. point. It should. Yeah. <laughs> right. Then, uh, well, last but not least, another game that I use currently for escapism, even though it can be pretty frustrating at times, is, and you guys probably heard me talk about it. In fact, I just brought it up today because there's a new video on it, but Asphalt 9. That's uh, your game. That's, that's my racing that game. That is, man. <laughs> <laughs> I love that game, and just I can get into it, put my headphones on. The music for me just I just immerses me into the game. And when I get focused, I get focused. <laughs> it's just playing that game, just racing through the races and and um, and not even having to spend any money in it. So it's pretty cool being free to play, even though I did, you know, buy some of those bundles. It, it's been a, it's been a blast and very, uh, very helpful in a lot of cases when, you know, just wanting to end the day and on, on completing some races. So, yeah, that's I think that's a genre yeah. that's been kind of neglected. On the, on this on the switch other than asphalt i know there's been a couple other racing games and then obviously we have all the kart racers but you know that one and and now that we bring up like tony hawk and dave mira dave mira it's you know we don't those those games kind of went away i know we're getting that that one indie this year we're supposed to that the, the bird skating bird yeah or skating <laughs> so I'll, I'll, it yeah. something like i don't that, i don't yeah. remember the name uh but yeah i'll be looking forward i'm looking to that. forward to that too yeah, yeah. me too yeah <laughs> I hope it has some pretty good ragdoll physics on that one too, so I can crack up at the crashes, <laughs> the wipeouts. Yeah, I think it's uh, it's interesting, you know, what people find for escapism, right? Like, I mean, for me, it is the chill game. It's that Animal Crossing, Stardew, anything like that. But but I was thinking after I got done saying that, there's somebody out there 
probably quite a few somebody's actually that's like man i'm just gonna sink myself into some doom come this friday you know you know it. oh yeah away killing some demons you know <laughs> so so it's just funny i mean it's great you know everybody's got their own thing and that's whatever works for you works for you but uh but yeah and that's what makes video games awesome yeah, yeah there's well, a little guess, something for everyone i guess it kind of works because that's what marty says for his you know Mega Man 2 now for me Mega Man 2 is you know balls hard so uh, <laughs> i'm like oh more power to you marty for but that's his go-to game for when he's having a hard time he goes to play that game and he knows it like the back of his hand so he you know he just plays straight through it so it's a good example i think of what you were talking about there nick all right so with that do you guys have any other topics that you have that you wanted to bring to the table any uh Side dishes or dessert? So I will say I I am reviewing a game which is not yet out, but it's I mean it's out. The game is out, but I the review is not yet. Um, so there's no embargo or anything. Um, but <laughs> it's called it's called Dandara, and it actually Dandara Trials of Fear. It actually came out a while ago in 2018, and just kind of redone it now and added some more levels and um and, a, and another ability but then here's the thing and they fleshed out the story which these games are driving me insane that have like such a good story if you go and find it online like if you go and read what the developer wants you to get out of it but if you don't go to that and you just like like the hollow knights it's it's got this feel of like you finish that game and you know that there's this story that the developer wanted you to get to, but there's no way you can get to that story without, um, without like, going and, and reading what the developer was trying to say. Uh, Seven Sector was another one I reviewed. It's, a, like, a puzzler game. It really is fun, not for the kiddos. Uh, at least there's an, the ending is not for the kiddos. There's a bunch of gory scenes at the end. Um, but it's, like... You just have to infer everything from the environment. And I know people are going to say the same with Hollow Knight. Whenever ever get up, people are like, well, the environment tells the story. I just, they're not doing it right for me. Like, I just don't, like, I finished the game and I'm like, I don't really know what happened. If you finish Dandara, you know that there's a story, you know there's a story there. Then I go read it. And it's about some, a real life, like, Brazilian tribe that freed itself from slavery. I would have loved for them to actually tell the story, like like through the video game, so that I would have understood that that's what it was. Instead, it's done in like some kind of suedo way. I don't know. That's my soapbox. I was just <laughs> I was playing this game, and I'm just like, this is so annoying. I have no idea what's happening. And then I read it online, and it's this great story. And I'm like, why didn't they just tell that story? So that's a, that's a huge pet peeve of mine. No, I'm I'm with you, Nick. There there are so many games, not just games, but movies, for instance. I mean, the, the same thing happened with with Rise of Skywalker. There was like all of this peripheral information that that you're supposed to be able to infer, or you're supposed to go and read backstory on specific things. But you know, if if I'm playing through a game, I shouldn't have to go and do research to fully understand what the developer or the writer is is trying to convey in their in their story. 
you know, the the very first game that I uh, that I reviewed for Nintendo Dads was Pulley Roll, and Pulley Roll had like this sort of interesting uh, story that um, that I actually only found out about by reading the developer's website. There, none of that story was included in the actual game. They told the story via the website. Now, like. It, it, and it didn't seem like some kind of like a concept art where it's like, oh, you know, there's hidden things. You got to look over here. You got to find it over here. No, it was just they just wrote the story on the website and didn't include it in the game. Drives me nuts. Well, it's funny you mentioned that because I did the thumbnail for the Dandera uh, game. And the the when I went to the pull some of the images, it intrigued me, uh, especially because one, it said Metroidvania type game. Um and it, but it also looked like it was uh, like didn't take gravity into effect if I understood correctly. So, but it looked interesting, but also had a, gave me a little bit of an Axiom Verge type feel too. So, but I know that's a Metroidvania game too. But hopefully, it turned out to be a good game for you, Nick. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it is the gameplay. It is frustratingly difficult. I mean, it 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 has a lot going it has a lot of similarities with hollow knight right i mean it's literally okay. down to the same system where it's like you have to get to a save but if you don't make it to a save then the salt that you're collecting if you die the salt that you're collecting stays in your spirit wherever you die at and it takes you back to your last save and you have one shot to try to get back to your spirit to save your salt so that you can upgrade your character and if you don't then your salt's gone and i mean that is like that is like Hollow Knight, and I don't know which one came out first. So Hollow Knight maybe mirrored them. I'm, I don't know, I'm, because the original game is about a year or two old. Um, okay. So, so yeah, so it mirrors a lot. I just happened to play Hollow Knight first. Um, right. So it is a good game. It's just a, it's really difficult. I will say, Dandara does offer some uh, some options for you to beat it a lot kind of like celeste where it's like listen that's not how this game is meant to be played but if you want to you can respawn in the room instead of going back to your campsite you can respawn in the room that you died in which is a huge uh help and so i will give it that because some of those games don't do that uh speaking of story i think celeste antonio is one that did such a good job to tell a story using dialogue and the environment as an indie game that really nailed it. I mean, I really felt like I got the story when I, when I finished it. The only other one is not an indie game at all, but it's like Breath of the Wild. That environment tells a story, but yet they supplemented, they supplemented dialogue to tell the rest of the story. So, yeah, I just, when you nail it, it's awesome in video games. A game, a game that does that really well um, is, I don't, I don't know if you guys had the opportunity to play, it was, also, uh, 2018, uh, EA uh, had like their small indie studio out of Scandinavia. Uh, this game called Fay. Uh, I don't oh, know if yeah. you guys saw yeah. that. Yep. Also, tells you know some. I, I know that it's uh, some people don't don't really like the game. I thoroughly enjoyed it, and it was one that was completely told through the environment, um, all about the natural world and being able to gain abilities from it. And so, like that was one that certainly um, certainly had that that. Um, built right into the game you know you're you're always going to be learning through the environment now in in that sense there wasn't any dialogue so like there was yeah it was purposeful in that sense so there wasn't kind of like the blending that you would have you'd experience in like celeste for instance or it's definitely you know there's there's not only the environment but also like 
deep into the own like the mind of the characters you know where you know you actually have levels or small moments in in the levels where you're actually in in their head which is is uh was really unique and and i think really sets celeste apart as as to be honest in my opinion one of the best games of the last decade yeah i think there's a lot of people that agree with you on that too so because i think it was um on a lot of people's lists uh, last year too, so <clears throat> or the year that it came out. So, in fact, it was up for Game of the Year. Or did it win Game of the Year? It won Indie Game of the Year that mm-hmm. uh, that year at Game Awards. Yeah. Okay. That's really cool. That's one I haven't touched yet, actually, Celeste, because I've been kind of I've been kind of staying away from it because of how hard I heard it was. So, because I don't like to, I don't. I'm maybe not giving it its due, but uh, I don't like to tr- get games that will frustrate me, even though, <laughs> even though I play Asphalt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, those type of games where it's just balls hard type of thing, I don't usually just kind of jump into those unless, I don't know, there's something that has to give, I suppose. So, And I've heard that people say, you know, I don't like, you know, I don't like hard games either, but they played that one, even though no matter no many, how many times, no matter how many times they've died, they've actually gone back in and kept going and going and going because it was worth it. And, uh, yeah, it's a good story and keeps you going. So yeah, I mean, and, and that with that one, it scales. Too. Yeah, it scales really well. Like it, it, because you you are going to die and you're going to die a lot and you're going to respawn very quickly in a very in, in yeah, essentially the same room. Respawns quick. So yeah, and it's it's immediate. And so like the the pain of dying, while in certain cases. Um, it is pretty painful, especially when you're on a specific type of run. But the game scales in such a way that it gives different types of players the opportunity to experience it how they like. Like for mm-hmm. me, I'm still trying to get all the golden strawberries that are that are in the game, and right. to do so is to not die once when when rolling through the levels, through the through each room throughout an entire level. Pick up mm-hmm. the golden strawberry at the beginning, and you and you have to make it through the entire level without dying once. And and then. There's like B sides and C sides to each of the levels, or the you know the, the complexity and the difficulty of the precision on the platforming is certainly ramped up. But in those cases, you could have just played through the A sides, beat the game, got to experience the story, and didn't even have to worry about going and do any anything else if you wanted to. Or you could go deep into it. I mean, there's a whole speedrunning community that's really passionate. Um, yeah. There's there's some really great runners like uh, TGH, for instance, that are, that are that are out there. I mean, it's one of the most consistent games that you'll see at like the Games Done Quick events. Um, you know, a lot of games pass through, but that one seems to be sticking, and and the and the overall community is is uh, is pretty strong. So it, yeah, I mean, just in, I think anybody can pick it up. I even got you know my younger brother into it recently. As something I was like, I I just bought him the the you know you can get those the the code cards. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, dude, just you just need to play this. Just, just <laughs> and he's hooked now, so it's cool. Nice. Yeah, it's on my list. I, I eventually will get it. Just uh, I'll send you a I'm, card, I, Tim. <laughs> who knows? I still may end up getting it the way Nintendo's been going, not announcing anything other than Animal Crossing. So, <laughs> so all right. Um, anything else? Any guys have any? Uh, Antonio, do you have anything you wanted to bring to the table? Not specifically. I think the the thing that's all top of mind. I could tell you know we we did have a little bit more of a serious tone today. You know, yeah. I'm, I'm sure that's uh, that's wildly entertaining. Um, <laughs> uh, but I think you know the the fact that we're 
you know, we're all kind of experiencing this together and, um, uh, but, but remotely, which is, is sort of interesting, you know, because of the, right. the distance, usually we have the opportunity to find escapism in sporting events and other things, you know, c- coming together where in this case, you know, we're, we have to separate. So like, I think in that case, video games, playing online, you know, and, uh, and also getting to spend time with, with your family and, and doing some things that perhaps you haven't had the opportunity to do bust out those board games, do it up. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, I think that's, that's mostly top of mind for everybody right now, including myself. So, uh, that's that I'm glad that you had that as the, as the main dish today. Cause I think that was, that's something that's just important to all of us currently. Yeah. That's, that was my goal was because of how hot this has been and just, and it's been on top of my mind. It's like my kids are going to go stir crazy because they're going to be home for a few. It's almost going to be kind of like summer vacation, right? Where I have to try to figure out what they need to do during the summertime to keep themselves entertained without killing each other. Uh, so, but it's like, this is more of, you know, hey, surprise, they're home. <laughs> so I got to figure it out. Uh, but before before I go any further too, I want to mention, I did ask the question online in our in our, in our Discord. Um, you know, what people were going to do. I got one person to respond so far, and I apologize to anybody else who's listening that uh, if you didn't get to respond, respond, that's my fault because I wasn't sure if I was going to be well enough to be able to do tonight's episode, but, you know, I felt well enough to get it done, and I appreciate you guys, Antonio and Nick, for coming on at short notice. Uh, but Messmaker did respond, and he said, we will probably, probably be watching lots of Disney Plus and reading books since our kids are younger. I plan to get Animal Crossing next week, so that will give us something to do, too. So there's another Animal Crossing person who's looking forward to that one. And wouldn't it, wouldn't it have been awesome if Nintendo had done that, if they had released it early? That would have been nice. That reminds me, I have a new episode of Clone Wars to watch on, yes. on Disney+. Plus. So I, gotta, I, gotta, I might actually do that right after we get off. And as, as a, much as a Star Wars fan as I am, I have not watched any of the Clone Wars stuff. So Like at, at all, period? None of them. Oh, Tim. Oh, oh. <laughs> well, I take that back. I did watch. <laughs> I did start watching the ones they had on Disney Plus. They had like the the 20 most clone, the 20 Clone Wars episodes you should watch before. Yeah, I saw season. that list. Yeah. And I started, I watched the, one of the episodes of that, and that was the one where Yoda had to get, um, one of the races to agree to the Jedi to watch over them, I guess. Yeah. And uh, he had the three clone troopers with him, and he taught them a lot, I guess, uh, uh, about war. And stuff, I know this was a Star Wars podcast, but uh, but I mean, it's 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 a show that shows the the people of yeah. uh, that that are experiencing this outside of just the you know the Jedi and the and and the yes. Sith. You know, yes. and and especially this season that the, that is happening right now is the you know obviously I haven't seen this most most recent episode, but it's about the people you know, and it's it's about the clones and what they what they've experienced, and uh, really really timely uh, stuff. It's 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 Very fantastic. Cool. I recommend it to anybody out there, Star yes. Wars fan or not. I I totally recommend it. I'm gonna make sure I jump on that too, so because I've been like. I haven't watched much of Disney Plus since I've watched everything that I wanted to, like The Mandalorian and all that kind of stuff. So it's like there's a lot of good content on there, like new content. But I usually caught up to what was on there and then just kind of stopped watching whatever's there. So Yeah, now's the time, right? Now's the time, definitely. Especially uh, if – well, I wish I could – 
still get paid to stay home like <laughs> like the kids you know they don't have to worry That'd about be great. school <laughs> it's like oh coronavirus stay home you know you know we'll still pay you <laughs> it's like that would be awesome oh one can only dream right so <laughs> but yeah so thanks messmaker for sending in your uh what you were what you and your family are going to be doing and if anybody else wants to answer it in the discord please still answer it because i may yeah, ask our uk guys uh next week because uh, i plan on meeting with them and giving them the opportunity to have their own little dinner table so because uh, you know they're in a different time zone so it would be interesting to get with them and and it was funny as I offered them any time. I said, I'll get up and I'll get up early. I'll come on there. And they all still want to, you know, come on what's midnight for me and five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning for them, depending on, I think it's six o'clock still because they're, t- they're not our, no, it'd be four o'clock for them. It'd be four o'clock. Trust me. We know. Yeah. yeah Cause just... you know from Sean. <laughs> we know. It's <laughs> for Sean. We were ripping him to pieces about sleeping in. And then he's like, what do you mean? It's 430. I'm here. And we're like, oh, oh, man. Yeah, I may we have to change that, that for them. I may have to change that for the UK guys, you know, so they don't have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. So, <laughs> yeah. But, all right. No dice. All right. Last call, guys, before I do my closing like I usually do. I think I'm good. All right. Well, with that, if you guys have a drink, what I usually like to do is I sign off with a cheers. And that, with that, I'll say, may your gaming time be plentiful and fun, your backlog short, and you and your families are blessed. And also, no illnesses. <laughs> good night, peace. Man. Yes. Yes. Cheers. Wash your hands. <laughs> Wash your doggone hands. <laughs> All right, guys. know how to book flights and hotels all you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive that's why you need viator book guided tours excursions and more in one place there are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from so you can find something for everyone and viator offers free cancellation and 24 7 customer support for worry-free travel download the viator app now and use code viator 10 for 10 percent off your first booking in the app find travel experiences for you do more with viator